Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. Welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Um, it is, it's a great week. It's a great week. Yeah, how are you doing, Taylor? Honestly, I'm pretty stressed, but it's fine. Oh, well, it, it happens. Yeah, you know, yeah. it does, it does, in fact, be like that. Um, yeah. So, as we're recording right now, you know, we just came back from it was just easter yes and if you listen last week um pretty much me and savannah every year on this podcast have had a conversation the same conversation um debating whether or not you should eat the eggs that you die Mm -hmm. on easter Mm -hmm. um and so i promised you guys that i would eat one and come back with a review and i almost forgot about my promise to you guys. Yes. Okay. Because what was your opinion before you tried one? You said that it would taste like vinegar. That's what I thought. Or, yeah. So that's what you thought. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought... Because you, like... If you don't know, when you dye Easter eggs, you, like, put a little bit of vinegar in water and then, like, food coloring mm-hmm. to yeah. make them colorful. So I thought it would taste like vinegar because it, like, sits in vinegar for, like, a hot minute. A while, honestly. But, okay... If you're dying, it doesn't permeate the shell, though. But anyways, we're not going to fight about this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I did, in fact, eat one of Savannah's eggs. And while it was purple, okay, Mm -hmm. it was a purple egg. It tasted like a regular egg. So see debunked. Yeah. So I'm right. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. I made you come over and try one. Mm -hmm. You almost didn't. And I would have been. I don't know. I would have been on this topic again next year. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? <laughs> Watch us still come around. No, I'm just kidding. We will yeah. remember this time. But that's yep. so funny. Yeah. Did you still throw them at trees? Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, we did. <laughs> because we wanted to introduce my niece, um, Everly, to the tradition of throwing them at trees. But she was actually more interested in, like, throwing them once at a tree and then, like, stomping on them. Oh, Yeah. That's the same same yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she would like it better if she was stronger. Like, you know, she didn't yes. really break them when she hit the tree. Me, yeah. on the other hand, I can, like, explode the egg. Oh, nice. So nice. it was very fun. Love I've never that. tried it. Maybe I should do that tradition. You should. You really, it's so fun. <laughs> yeah, very I got fun. some, I have some trees in my backyard. Mm-hmm. And I have some eggs left. Mm, maybe. Ooh, you should at least <laughs> throw one of them. I promise yeah. it feels so good. To just okay. see it explode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'll let you know if I do that. But yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to... Um, I have a little bit more on Easter, I guess. Uh, we actually had Easter at my house for the first time, which was kind of cool. That's fun. We got to, you know, have some people over. And me and my sister, Adriana, we were, like, chalking in my driveway. So that's still there that's adorable um, yeah a little fun thing to come home to <laughs> yeah no that's so cute um but yeah it was nice it was nice outside and everything it was good so pretty. spring vibes yeah it was spring really spring vibes i everly made me hide easter eggs like 500 times and she's two so really? like i have to hide this, them in the same spot because first of all mm-hmm. there's only so many spots and she had like 50 eggs yeah so Oh, did your mom, did you get a Easter basket? I Sorry, did. Sorry, did the Easter Bunny bring you a basket? <laughs> yeah, wrong correction. Yes, the Easter Bunny <laughs> did, in fact, bring me a basket. I have so much candy. 
I got a basket too. I don't want any cavities, but I'm still going to eat the candy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think I had another thing to mention. I don't remember what it was. So. You know? Oh, okay. So have you seen those videos on TikTok that are like people talking about their waters? Oh, yes. Water talk. Yes. Um, so I guess the real question, if you haven't seen this, first of all, it's like you put like little flavorings or syrups like in water, like sugar free. Mm-hmm. So like it's still technically water, quote unquote. But I don't really think that's still water. Yeah. Yeah. I they're like they do juice. their water recipes and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, I, I mean, like the water is still there. So like, are you still getting hydrated? Well, yeah. Yes, I guess. I Definitely. don't know. No, definitely you are. Just like with some sugar. Yeah. With <laughs> some know. fake sweeteners. Yeah. Can't really know. be that good for you. But I mean, it is good. I did. Um, I was influenced. And See, I bought me some. too. Me too. And I bought I bought another thing today. Which flavor did you get? I got the Crush. Um, like the orange soda Crush. They have packets. Have you tried it? No. Man, I just want to know, like, does it taste bad because it's not carbonated? That's my question. I know. Because yeah. I saw some that was like A&W root beer, and I was like, stale root beer sounds really gross. I know. But it kind of makes me intrigued. Like, is it good? I don't know. Yeah, I know. I got, like, the Nerd strawberry one, and I... I got that one, too. I think it's good, but I think it's a little bit too sweet for me. Yeah, I like that one, but... Yeah, I would I would need to um I dilute it a lot. Yeah, I need I needed to dilute it way more. And some people put like t- multiple packets and I like know. and like what's it called like syrup? Yes. And I'm like that would just be so so sweet. Mhm. Um yeah, I know. And I also went to uh Five Below to try to get the the Stanley Cup dupe because uh-huh. I was like maybe I'm gonna try to be like a water talk girl mm-hmm. but like I'm not actually because I don't I don't think I would ever get those syrups I would try like one or two packets like I got but yeah but anyways I tried to go and find it and they didn't have it no I need to and go I check mine one. yeah because I want I'm not buying a Stanley I'm sorry I'm too poor yeah I'm not buying that either <laughs> but I'll buy a five dollar one mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. buy a five dollar anything because five dollars is not that expensive, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, now that we've um bored everyone who doesn't care about water, <laughs> just water, water and Easter. That's so mm-hmm. funny. Um. Okay. Well, I think I'm ready to to tell you my story today, Taylor. Let's do it. I'm ready. So this week I'm going to talk about another a cryptid i love talking about cryptids yeah we love cryptids around here i'm mm-hmm. so excited yeah so this one um is named momo momo mm-hmm. hmm. from missouri that's cute is actually, it called that because that's where it's from yes actually i was gonna say we're gonna find out <laughs> momo but... is short for the missouri monster mm-hmm. yeah i like that so, yeah so yeah we'll just call him momo but Missouri, Mo- Missouri Monster is, like, the official, I guess, name. Um, yeah. So, Momo is, <laughs> is an ape-like creature similar to Bigfoot. So, th- I feel like there's a lot of different Bigfoots. There are. I was just going to say it's, like, you know? Bigfoot's brother. Yeah. And then there's, like, the Yeti. There's, like, there's so many The Yowie. Ones. Yes, the Yowies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this one I had never heard of, Momo. 
No, I've never heard of Momo. So he is um, he or she, but I'll just I'm we're assuming it's a he. It's giving he so. energy. So yeah, yeah. We're sorry to Momo. <laughs> I'm really I'm sorry. Um, an ape-like creature similar to Bigfoot, um, large bipedal humanoid, you know, like Bigfoot, Bigfoot mm-hmm. um, said to have a pumpkin-sized head. That's a pretty big head. Yeah, and he's about seven foot tall, which for people who don't use feet um, as measurements, <laughs> 2.1 meters, <laughs> hmm. um, and is covered in dark hair. Um, and also, this is a fun fact, he has, like, a putrid odor. Ew. Yeah. I mean, that's how I imagine, like, anything in the Bigfoot variety would smell, but, like, ew. Yeah, that's true. I know. Yeah, like, you see, like, a creature like that, it's gonna be dirty and smelly. Yeah, and just, like, it's so hairy, you know? It's just gotta smell bad. Uh-huh. Because you know he's not taking showers. Of course he's not <laughs> taking showers. No, he's, like, in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, so allegedly, this creature was sighted by numerous people in rural Louisiana, Missouri, in 1971 and 1972. Oh. Uh, and the first sighting was in July of 1971 near, uh, like, outside of Louisiana. Okay, this might be a really dumb thing to say. Where I don't know where Missouri is on the map. Close to Louisiana? Um, I'm guessing, see, like, now you're making me question things. I'm like, I need to look this up, because I think Louisiana is just, like, a city in Missouri. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were saying, because I thought Missouri was, like, up north more than, because, like, Louisiana is at the bottom of the United States, in case you don't know. Um, yeah, in case you also don't know, me and Savannah are, like, the worst possible people. If you want to ask any question about geography, we do not know. <laughs> okay, all. okay, I looked it up. So, yeah, um, yeah, Louisiana is a city in Missouri. Nice. <laughs> so it's not, <laughs> nice. it's obviously not the state. So I, I was like, wait, did I, like, type that out wrong? Because, no. yeah. okay. So, no, it's actually, according to this, um, it is sort of on the border. So, it's, like, the border of um, Missouri and Illinois. Yeah. I'm looking so. at a map now, and this makes a lot more sense now that I know where Missouri is. <laughs> Missouri <laughs> yes, is, like, yes. in the absolute middle of the United States, and it is, like, not too far from Louisiana, but there's, like, a big state in between. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so not to confuse anyone, yeah. it, this is a separate city. <laughs> okay, all right. So, um, it was cited by people in this city, Louisiana, in Missouri, <laughs> um, in 1971 and 1972, and the first sighting was in July of 1971, um, and there were picnickers. So I guess like pe- people taking having a picnic. Mm-hmm. But I I saw picnickers and I was like, that's such a weird Yeah, word. I have never heard that, but it does make sense. <laughs> yes. Um, and the way this, like, as I continue with this little story, um, it sounds like there was, like, a bunch of people, like, separate people 
picnicking. Yeah, I imagine like a big park full of people picnicking. Yes, yeah. So imagine that. Um, and so all these people, and then there are these people, Joan Mills and Mary Ryan. They are having a picnic together, and they reported um them and like everybody else there but they're like the main ones who actually told the story you know um they reported encountering a foul-smelling black man-like monster oh okay <laughs> so like black fur um man-like seven foot tall monster mm-hmm. with a pumpkin-sized head furry body and hair obscuring its eyes yeah i'd be scared if that monster attacked me yeah, so they didn't really get attacked per se, but they did. Like everybody went and locked themselves in their cars. Yeah, I would do the same. So, which is scary. Like, imagine that. Like some creature comes out of the woods, and you have to just go hide in your car. Yeah, I would be so scared. So Momo came and ate the picnic food. Uh, Momo was just hungry. On, yeah, on like several blankets, and then disappeared into the brush. Mm. That's so. crazy, but honestly. He's just hungry. Yeah. Feed Momo. Mm-hmm. He's just hungry. Um, so this is not the only sighting. So there was a second one that was like sort of the most well-known one is this is one I'm about to tell. Um, which surprisingly, it came like almost exactly a year later. Oh, no way. So the first sighting that I just said was July of 1971. And then this one is July 1972. So this one's, this one we have an actual date, like July 11th mm-hmm. of 1972. So like, yeah, a whole year later. That's crazy. The anniversary is, of yeah. Momo. Mm-hmm. So the, um, the children of Edgar Harrison, um, cause I guess, yeah, that's just how they're labeled here. Mm-hmm. The children of Edgar Harrison. So he had two young boys and he had um, a daughter. So the two young boys, they were playing in the backyard, um, which is, it was on the rural outskirts of Louisiana, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, suddenly their older sister, she was like in the kitchen and she heard them screaming Mm-hmm. and running towards the house and she looked out the window and saw a huge dark-haired man-like creature holding a dead dog oh no or you know what looked like a dead dog mm-hmm. she wasn't sure Mm-mm. but she said it had a pumpkin-shaped head and large glowing orange eyes oh no no yeah um and her brothers agreed that like this is what they saw and that's what they were they were running from mm-hmm. you know so, can you just imagine that? You're in the kitchen, just like, I don't know what she was doing, cooking or doing something. And you look out the window, your brothers are running. I would be so scared. I would, and then you look back and see Momo carrying a yeah, dead like, dog. No. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I would lose my mind. I would be so afraid that it would like get in the house somehow. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess, I mean, they were fine. Nothing happened to them. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so that's like the most... Um, famous sighting of Momo. So after this, uh, a few more sightings occurred that year. Um, actually, the fire department chief, and he was also a member of the city council, Richard Allen Murray, he reported driving along 
the creek bed and he saw a massive upright creature in front of his car like in in the headlights Mm -hmm. so he's like he saw momo (laughs) okay which is crazy and it's like he's more i guess he's more reputable than like kids because he's like the fire department chief and a member of city council so he's like i saw this and they're like okay now we believe him yeah uh so other people who had seen the creature they said that they saw no real face on him except for two big glowing orange eyes just Mm. like um the daughter had said Mm -hmm. and um a few other people saw it up and down the mississippi river which is where um richard murray found like saw him Mm -hmm. um on the mississippi river and after these sightings, um, they actually, the town put together a 20-person posse um, to hunt Momo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, one, a few things that I saw said that it was a 20-person group, and then another thing I saw said a 30-person group. So, 20 to 30 people got together, and they were like, we're going to go hunt this thing. So, um, they, they, like, go off to hunt it, but they, um, of course, like, at first they sort of tell the whole town, they're like, we're gonna go hunt this. So they said that Marzolf Hill, which I guess is an area Mm -hmm. (laughs) in, in this city, um, they said that Marzolf Hill was declared off limits to the public. Oh, um, so they're like, you guys gotta stay out of here because we're gonna hunt this thing. We don't want to accidentally shoot anyone. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so they were taking it serious. But unfortunately, nothing was ever found. Where the heck is Momo? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so remember when I said Edgar Harrison? Yeah, his, his little his kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. So he comes back into the story because he was circulating reports of UFO sightings near Edgar. Um, near the city. Edgar, what's going on? He was like, yeah, I don't know if he saw the aliens or, like, somebody else reported it, but he's like, there have been UFO sightings here. So, um, and then also, this guy named Hayden Hughes, he was the director of a private UFO bureau. He arrived to the area to investigate. Hmm. So now they're char- they're starting to think that Momo is like an alien. Oh, wow! So uh, Hayden Hughes he found a footprint and said that it belonged to a prehistoric man and that he um, he urged that Momo should not be killed if he was found. Well, good. I would agree. Yeah, even even though he had a dead dog in his hands. Yeah, I mean he's an animal, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's sad, but animals eat other animals. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, so the tracks, I don't know if it was the same tracks, pro- probably the same tracks that were found. Um, they were submitted to the director of the Oklahoma City Zoo um, named Lawrence Curtis. And he said that the tracks were from an unknown primate species. And he said it was not a monster. So he oh. thought Momo was a hoax. Mm. Yeah, so we got we got somebody actually investigating. He's like, no, this is fake. Hmm. So I don't know. 
Um, and since then, there really has not been any more sightings. So they kind of got left in the 70s. Yeah. Um, it seems like Momo was just, if he was real, he was just passing through Missouri in... 1972 and he was seen by some people but then he left and was just like never seen again that's crazy you know? and then one article i love this he said they said in this article momo is no mo <laughs> that's funny that's a good one <laughs> i was like yeah that's a good play on words there <laughs> yeah, he is no mo um so there is like sort of like a follow-up in the news six years later in 1978, uh, Harrison, who, like, Edgar Harrison, yeah. he said that the area was disturbed by an annual visit, usually around July 11th, um, by something that howled and snorted like a cougar. Okay. And there's no cougars in the area. So, he, you know, he's saying that Momo comes in. Yeah. Yeah. And he also claimed that each spring, something tore up a kennel in his neighbor's house. Okay, well, that could be any animal. Yeah, it could. <laughs> so, I mean, either one of those could be any animal. <laughs> yeah, facts. Um, in 2015, there was another follow-up where Dave Moeller, the editor of the Press Journal, he wrote a piece about Momo, and he talked about, or he talked to the Harrison children who were, you know, adults now. And they sort of chose not to talk about it, actually, because they were ridiculed about it in the past. Aww. So, I don't know if that means that they made it up. That doesn't really help believe... either one. Yeah, it doesn't help either way. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Because it could go either way. Like, either they're embarrassed because they were lying about it, and they were like, you know... Uh-huh. Yeah. Or it's just the truth and they're like, we're tired of being called whatever. Uh-huh. Hmm. But also, if it was just like a lie, why would they not as adults come out and be like, oh, yeah, we made that up? That's true. That's a good mm -hmm. point. Yeah, I don't know. I do believe they saw that, but I just don't know if it was a monster. True. Like, yeah. I definitely believe that they saw it like a big animal. But like, could it not have been a bear? Like, just like a really big one? That's true. I feel like that's, yeah, that's, like, the same thing for a lot of these, like, Bigfoot-type creatures. Yeah. Or, like, know. it could have had disease. Like, I don't know. It wasn't yeah. that, it wasn't actually attacking them. It was just eating. Like, some sort of, like, mutated yeah. creature. Yeah. I don't know. I don't hmm. know, Momo. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Well, unfortunately, you know, like, a lot of cryptids, they, um will become like a tourist destination oh, like for sure. make their make their city a tourist destination. Mm -hmm. That did not really happen with Momo. No, Momo. I know. I know like with um Mothman, you go to Point Pleasant, they have stuff there for Mothman. Like there's they make it into a thing, you know. Oh, for sure. But this city they they just didn't do it. Um That's there sad was for Momo. There was actually a Momo Street Festival for a few years, but they no longer have it. Oh, that's sad. And he also did get a movie. Oh. So, yes, I know. We, we have to watch it. In 2019, there was like a docu... It says it said it was a docudrama horror film wow. called Momo, okay. the Missouri Monster. We have to watch it. 
I know. Um, and it was a dra dramatization of the events in 1972, um, where Cliff, Cliff Brockman and James Bobo Fay, they were in it and they, um, are actually in Finding Bigfoot on the Animal Planet. No way. Yeah. So they're, they're in this movie. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So I wonder if they believe in Momo since they're like on Finding Bigfoot. I would say that they definitely do. Yeah, you know probably. how obsessed I used to be with Finding Bigfoot? Big obsessed. Oh, really? Yes. The show? Yeah. I've watched like so, every episode. So do you know those people? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I listed their names because I was like, she might know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, so this movie has a 3.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Yikes. But they don't ever do horror movies justice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we'll give it that. Um, yeah, so we we definitely have to watch that. And also, Momo did get a ride at Six Flags. What? So Six Flags in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, it they had a ride named after Momo for um, but they don't have it anymore. They only had it from 1973 until 1994. Oh, that's a long time though. I wanted to ride the yeah. Momo. I know. I don't know what the ride was called, but they just yeah. said it was named after him. So. That's crazy. I love that for him. See, at least he got some stuff, you know? I know. Yeah, at first. But now it's just, like, kind of faded out. Uh, we got to bring back Momo. Guys, if you have seen Momo, call us. <laughs> yeah, call us with the number that you don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Email us. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah um so yeah that is the story of momo i i don't know see like these bigfoot creatures i just don't know if i believe they're real or not because like it could i guess there is a possibility since there are mm -hmm. so many different sightings in different places yeah but i don't know yeah. either i really don't know i just don't i don't even know what to say because like i never i'm so on the fence both ways yeah I mean, you have more experience with Bigfoot creatures because, you know, you <laughs> watch that show. I mean, exactly. I yeah. Me and my brother really wanted to be on that show. Like, I'm really? I'm talking, it was, it's a serious obsession. I haven't <laughs> watched it in a, in a while, but it was big there. Okay. okay. Also, on, on that show, because, so, like, I might have saw one episode or something. I don't know. Yeah. But on that show, do they like believe that there's only one bigfoot or that there's like a bunch of them that there's a bunch of them they okay. go around to like a bunch of different cities like where they've seen bigfoot oh, okay yeah see yeah they All definitely right. talk about him like he's one but they definitely know there's multiple okay i see now i want to watch that show <laughs> you really should they do have like they in it they are trying to find him still so they go like on an investigation every episode and they do find some evidence like, whether or not it's real or not, you know, that's up to you. But, mm, yeah. Okay. But I love the Momo story. I love Momo whether or not I believe he's real or not. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's not me mean. He, yeah, he just wanted to be on a picnic. Yeah. And, yeah. like, who doesn't? You know, I can't blame mm -hmm. him. Really he can't. chased some kids. Like, so what? Yeah, I would do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well... Let me tell you who's not as nice as Momo, okay? It's the story that I have for you today. Um, oh, no. I have the legend of 
the Dover Demon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's just get right on into it. So um, I will be taking us to a town called Dover, Massachusetts. Okay. So there's no setup. So let's just jump right on in. We're going to take it back all the way to April 21st, 1977. And so on that night, a 17-year-old named Bill Bartlett claimed that he was driving around the town that night, just driving around Dover, chilling, when he saw a large-eyed creature with tendril-like fingers and glowing eyes that sat on top of a broken stone wall on Farm Street in the town of Dover. Oh, my God. That sounds scary. Yeah, and that, like, he's only 17. I would be very scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no matter what it is. Um, so at first, Bill said that he thought it was just, like, a dog or a cat somehow had got up there. But as he drove closer, he realized that it was, like, very strange looking, like, almost unearthly. Um, he said that it was, like, disproportionately large, like, with a big watermelon-shaped head. Um, oh my god, ours are kind of similar. They really are. So, both in the <laughs> 70s, big heads, pumpkin head, and a, what did and you say, a watermelon. watermelon. And now let me read you this next line. Okay. He, Bill describes his eyes as glowing orange big glass marbles. Oh my god. See, why Why is Momo and the Dover Demon like the same? <laughs> right, except for now it's not about to be the same. That was the only similarity. Okay, okay. Um, so, unlike Momo... The Dover Demon is hairless, um, and it has rough, mm-hmm. flesh-colored skin. Oh, so, in my oh opinion, my I think Momo is a little cuter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't like f- just hairless scares me, honestly. Like, you know. Um, Bill, you don't like the the hairless cats. Mm-mm. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Do you? Um, I, I've actually never been around one, like, in person, but I don't know if I would mind it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. It's definitely <laughs> strange. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, Bill also said that this little creature that he found, it didn't look like it had a nose, ears, or a mouth, or at least that he could see. So, that's scary. It, like, pretty much only has eyes and, like, a huge head. So, creepy. Um... So that same night, um, a 15-year-old named John Baxter reported seeing a similar creature on Miller Hill Road in Dover, literally just like an hour later after um, Bill had seen it. So John Baxter was walking home with his friend Pete Mitchell, and they both saw it. They described the creature as bipedal, and once the creature saw them, it ran into like a gully and stood behind a tree. And, like, so they, like, ran, obviously, like, when they saw it, and they turned to look back to, like, see if it's still there, and it was still standing behind that tree just watching them. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I really don't like that, okay? Yeah, because, like, why is it watching you? Like, it's not chasing them, but it's just still watching them, like, ew. Oh, -hmm. that just sent chills down my whole body. I don't even want to think about that. (laughs) Yeah, Ah. I don't like it. No. Definitely not. So that was both that both of those things happened on April 21st, 1977, and the next night, April 22nd, 1977, um another 15-year-old named Abby um Braham claimed to see a similar creature. 
Um, but the difference between like the first two the night before and Abby's um sighting was that she describes that its eyes were green glowing instead of orange. So that's weird. So do you think that's two different ones or it like changes eye color? I kind of think like maybe it's two different ones. Because everything else that she described was the same, like watermelon head, like hairless, gray skin, big head, big eyes that were glowing, but instead of orange, they were green. So I kind of think it was Do you think just... one of them's good and one of them's evil? No, I think they're both pretty evil. Oh, in okay. my opinion. Well, maybe not. Like, they didn't get attacked, but like, still creepy. Like, why are you watching them? Yeah. And also, it's all teenagers. So like, it kind of makes it seem unbelievable, but also like, is it just targeting teenagers? You know? Maybe it's targeting teenagers because it knows that they're not, like... Exactly. They're less likely to be believed. Exactly. And that's scary. Don't like that. Um, or another thing, maybe teenagers are just more aware of their surroundings. That's true. Because, you know, teenagers are probably doing something sneaky and they got to be on the lookout. <laughs> yeah. And the adults, like, they could be around them, but they're just not paying attention. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Maybe. Possibly. Or also, like, all these things happen, like, really late at night. So, like, maybe teenagers are, like, the only ones out yeah, at this hour. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I don't really know. But all of these kids who had seen all this all went to the police and told them what they saw. Because it was, like, that impactful. It wasn't just, like, yeah, we saw a creature. Like, no, they were all scared, even though nothing happened. So, when they went, they were all asked to draw sketches of what they, like, saw that night. And Bill Bartlett, the first story that I told, he even wrote on his sketch, quote, I, Bill Bartlett, swear on a stack of Bibles that I saw this exact creature. Oh, my unquote. God. A stack of Bibles. A stack. Not one, not two, a stack. <laughs> so huh. um, this sketch will be on our Instagram if you want to see it. And I'll send it to you, Savannah, at the end because I want okay. you to see like, well, I'll send you the sketch so you can see what he thought it looked like. And then also... Um, you know, it's literally him like writing like on the stack of Bibles. So, okay. Yeah. And it'll also be on our Instagram if you want to see it just cause you know, obviously you want to see it. So anyway, moving on. Um, so after the police, obviously they had to do some investigating, but like, there's not really any evidence, you know, other than the stories of what they said happened, but they were like, let's drive out to the locations of like where, they said they saw this animal. So they go and before they even go, actually they lay out a map and they plot the spots like on a map so they can see like which, where they should go first and all that. When they did that, the three, the, like the three dots of the incidents line up in a perfect straight line that spans over two miles across the city of Dover. Oh no. I don't now, like that. That to me really doesn't seem like a coincidence um yeah because like how are you just gonna get a straight line right right and like when I first read the story I was like maybe these kids are just like really bored and want to make up this huge story but like the fact that it makes like a perfect line it seems like these kids wouldn't have cared that much to make it seem that real you know like if it was a prank like I don't know I know I wouldn't have tried that hard yeah and also i don't know i don't know why this would be a prank anyway yeah it's not funny like yeah it's like like nobody's really getting got you know Uh uh-huh so i don't know um 
So cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman was the initial investigator and individual who actually named the creature the Dover Demon. And he, he just named it that because. So like that is like pretty much the only interaction we have of the Dover Demon. Like the three that I told you. So it's not really actually evil. You know, it didn't actually attack them. But that's just its name because it sounds good, you know. Right. Yeah. I mean, because it's just like alliteration. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we love alliteration. Like the Missouri monster. Exactly. The oh, my God. Wow. Dodo. Connections this time. <laughs> Too many. It normally happens, but today it's heavy. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> Same. So this guy, Lauren Coleman, the cryptozoologist, um, he got a group of even more cryptozoologists and ufologists um, together. And the people in the group were him, Joseph Nyman, Ed Fogg, and Walter Webb. And all of these people were, like, very well-known ufologists in eastern Massachusetts at the time. And Walter Webb was actually the assistant director, director of the Boston Science Museum. So, like, these people were pretty accredited, you know, and trusted. Yeah. In the huh. community. Um, See, so, like, <clears throat> it's just, like, stuff like this makes me believe it so much. Exactly. Just... Exactly. Like, oh, hmm. I like I kind of don't like it when there's a lot of facts because I'm like, OK, <laughs> this actually really did happen. Yes. And it's like, what is this thing? Literally, literally, because and I mentioned like ufologists, like clearly they think something's going on here, you know, like alien. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so and there was aliens in my story, too. Oh, well, yeah. OK, get out of my head, Savannah. <laughs> get out of my story. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so. Even though, like, this group of people were, like, a bunch of people who studied, like, UFOs, um, the lead investigator, Lauren Coleman, he didn't actually think that they were dealing with, like, any alien phenomenon. Um, But because these people were, like, the most seasoned, like, scientists who were believed, like, in the community, that's why he asked them. So, like, people would not just immediately think it was a hoax. So, you know, that's cool, I suppose. But he did not think it was an alien. But I don't necessarily think that we should rule that out completely either. So Yeah, I mean, something with, like, big glowing eyes. Uh, and a big head and it's, like, hairless and gray. Like, that, to me, sounds like the borderline basic alien. Yeah, it does. It <laughs> like, does. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's not an alien. I'm like, why are we skipping over that so quickly? You know? I don't know. Um, so, um, Lauren Coleman had... All four of those people, like, that he invited in his little group, um, interview not only the teens that saw the creature, but also their families, law enforcement, and um, different, like, educational and community members who knew the teens. So they wanted, like, everybody's opinion. And not only on, like, the situation, but also, like, were the teens believable? Or, like, would they pull something like this? Like, they really wanted to know. So, like, that also makes me believe it because, like, they're so concerned with, like, the possibility of this creature. They're like, we have to figure it out, you know? Right. Huh. So, like, that's, hmm. me. Do they know something we don't? That's what I'm saying. Like, they're acting like they do. <laughs> so, hmm. it's good to keep in mind, I suppose. Um, so, in the investigation, they determined that, at least in their opinion, that the three teens did not quote unquote, contaminate each other with their stories. And they concluded that all their sightings were like genuine, at least what they actually believed happened. Okay. I mean, that's good. Yeah. They didn't like talk to each other beforehand. Exactly. You know. So, and the reason they were able to determine this was because this is in the 70s. So obviously like cell phones, not really, 
you know, existing at this point. And it also was um, spring break or whatever break would be at this time, like in school. So they were not like in school to tell each other what was going on. And like pretty much unless you were like really good friends, you were hanging out with like your school people on break. Um, Yeah. I mean, and these people weren't friends with each other. So that's Mm -hmm. also important to know. So, okay. So that rolls it out almost immediately for me. Exactly. Like I'm sure they, they definitely knew of each other and knew each other, but like not close friends. Yeah. So yeah, that's how they determined, you know, they're not just making up a story. Um, and all three sightings were within a mile and a half of each other. So that's also, you know, doesn't seem like a coincidence. Um, anyways, so moving on to some theories that are not, you know, some weird creature. Some people suggest that it could have been like a newborn elk or moose, which apparently is like seen in the area. Now, I don't really even know what a newborn elk or moose looks like, but I don't think it's bipedal. You know? Yeah, I don't I don't think it would like, be. And I don't can think they it even would walk? have a watermelon head. That's what I'm saying. Like they have antlers, maybe. I don't even know if they're born with antlers, so I don't even know. They probably wouldn't be born with them. So I don't really understand that, why they think it could be that. But that's what people said. A mutated um, one? Maybe. But possibly. I don't know. I don't know about that. Me neither. And also, yeah, like not bipedal. And also, I think they're, they're born with hair. With exactly. Fur. Exactly. So, so not the answer at all. Um, and police ended up telling reporters that the creatures were probably nothing more than a vacation school hoax. And I'm like, no. The scientists said otherwise. But, of course, the police said no. Nah. We're hands out of that situation. Yeah, because it sounds like the police just don't want to worry about it. Exactly. Just like, They're like, whatever. Stupid kids. Yeah, common. <laughs> like, okay. Common police yep. um, activity where they're like, oh, a monster? We're just not going to exactly. believe that. Or you could take it in the way of, like, the police are saying that it's a hoax because maybe they're trying to hide something because they oh. know what's out there. Huh. You know? Maybe. I don't know. But another theory that people had was that it's a horse foal, which is just a baby horse. And I'm like, these things have hair, small heads, like, not, they don't equal what they're describing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think these kids are probably smart enough to know the difference. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, they've grown up in this town. They would know what these baby animals look like. Yeah. Like, if they're actually common, like, yeah. Literally. Like, I, hmm. it makes no sense. But I guess the reason that this, like, the horse foal theory is popular is because the town of Dover is known to have far more horses than people. So, like, horses and baby horses are, like, very common. But. Police even said there are no animal tracks discovered at any of the areas of the sightings. So, and there were also no reports of any missing foals. So, like, yeah, <laughs> probably not See, that. It just like just doesn't make sense. No. And like back to what we were saying, like the if if there really is more horses than people, these kids would know <laughs> what they look like. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. Hmm. Yeah. So some people, like we said in your story. Suggests that maybe it was an animal that was suffering from, like, a disease like mange or, like, even cancer, you know, and its head was large from, like, a tumor or something. Um, And this is actually a similar theory to, like, the chupacabra, if you remember, too, because they're, like, maybe it's a dog with, like, mange. 
Yes. And I feel like huh. people just like to use that because, I mean, it could be an animal with, like, a disease or something. But, like, also, it could just be another kind of animal. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of the time with cryptids, they just, like, try to explain it away because, you know, people get scared of these things and they don't want them to be real, you know? Exactly. So, that could be the case here, too. Yep. That's so true. So true. Um, And then, you know, the rest of the people, they just are like, yeah, the Dover demon is just a cryptid that lives here in Dover. So, <laughs> that's kind of, like, the theories, at least, on, like, what it could be, which, in my opinion... Every single theory is weak, and I don't even normally believe, like, creature stories, but, like, this one, I don't know. And I did send you the pictures if you want to look at it to see okay, what these, because yeah. when you see a picture of it, you're like, okay, I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen any animal that even oh looks close. This thing looks like an alien. It literally looks like an alien. Like, I've never seen any animal that looks anything close to that. Mm. <laughs> at all. At all. So if you want to see the picture, again, go to our Instagram. Um, but anyways, in 2009, the Dover Demon was featured in an episode of The Lost Tapes, which apparently is an American horror TV show. But I've never heard of that, and I didn't get to watch it before this. But I've never heard of that either. I was like, what? I'm trying to see the that. Lost it's called tapes. The Lost Tapes. And do, yeah, do they like it. cover? Do they cover something new every time? Yeah, they do. Yep. I can so, look into that. Yeah, same. Um, but apparently this show is, like, very popular. At least it was. And so that's how the Dover Demon, like, gained popularity is after okay. it was on the show. Okay. Yeah. And it also um, appears as a, com- a comic book character um, in a series called Proof, which I've never heard of that. But, you know, you know you've made it if you're a comic book character, Dover Demon. Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, but there is one last theory as to what the Dover Demon could be. And this one, I might believe. Um, So, (laughs) it really might seem like this is the end of the story. But, however, it's not, okay? Some people believe that what these kids saw on those two nights in 1977 was actually something called the Managishi. Okay? Oh. Huh. So, Managishi is actually a race of trickster people known in the Cree folklore. So we've talked about um, a couple other cryptids like having to do with the Cree folklore, but I forgot which ones they were and I didn't write it down. But I know we've talked about them before. Um, But the Managishi are described to be semi-humanoid with very thin, lanky arms and legs with really big heads and they do not have a nose. Okay, well that sounds... Yeah, Similar that's to like yeah. the only thing, the only theory that sounds anywhere close to what these kids saw, in huh. my opinion. Um, the Managishi are said to live between rocks, like in the rapids. So, you know, possibly. And the Managishi, so one of their biggest delights, okay, in life is to crawl out of their rocks, like their home rocks, and capsize the canoes of people who are canoeing through the rapids. What the heck? Mm-hmm. So the Managishi, <laughs> like, they literally just wait until people are coming down the water, and then they spin them in their canoe to their death. Oh, my <laughs> They're God. They're, like, actually really evil. That's insane. Oh, yeah. my God. So, um, yeah. So, actually, what's funny is that um, the 
pictures that I sent you, that's the um, Dover Demon. But I have a picture of what the Managishi is supposed to look like. And I'm going to um, send that to you right now. So you can compare the two and tell me your opinion on if you okay. think that they're, they're the same. Because mm-hmm. I think they look exactly the same. Honestly. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> they look very similar. Very. And those are two different pictures. Like I googled two separate things to get those. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> That's the legend of the Dover Demon and possibly a Managishi sighting in Massachusetts. I don't know. I don't know. But I kind of believe that maybe, maybe somehow that creature like got up in Massachusetts somehow, you know? Yeah. I mean, it could have, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. Is there like, so I, I already said like the Missouri monster, like they kind of don't celebrate it anymore or have anything there. Do they have stuff in Dover for the Dover demon? I didn't look to see if there was a festival, but I don't think so. Yeah. Because I like pretty much found all that, like all the information I told you was like all I could find. So I have to assume no. No, like, uh. Like no, they don't have like a festival or museums or anything like a statue. Or a statue. Yeah, I don't think so. Dang. Okay. I know. <laughs> so sad. Our little cryptids this week. They have no recognition. It's just so I sad. Know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. We're giving them recognition by mm-hmm. being on the show. True that. That's so funny. Our stories were so similar. Yes. They connected. They connected a lot. That's so, so wild. That's we good. really don't plan that, guys. Not even kidding. We, yeah, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like people don't believe us sometimes. I know. Not even kidding. Yeah. <laughs> But, I know we were going on a roll for a while, like of having stuff that connected, and then we didn't. Yeah, we had like a, a few that a didn't lull. at all. Yeah, and now we're back, yeah, baby. Uh huh. We're back. Maybe the next one will too. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. But um, definitely, definitely go check out our Instagram to see the pictures from this week, and go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and follow us. Yes, please. It helps us a lot. Yes. And Help subscribe us get the word out on YouTube. Share with your friends. Um, you know all the things. Do all yeah, the things. Just all the things. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, and always. Um, but other than that, I don't really have anything else for you guys this week. What about you, Savannah? I think that wraps it up. Okay. Well, I guess we will see you guys next week. Okay. Cue the music. <laughs>